Let's look back about five years ago to the frenzy of news reports and commentary that was all over the place about Russia collusion, the Russia hoax. These were allegations made as early as 2016 that Trump and its campaign conspired with Russia to fix the presidential election. It was Hillary Clinton who openly made these allegations. Members of the House, members of the Senate on the Democrat side made these allegations. Famously, members of the Senate came on the floor and screamed at the top of their lungs about all of these aspects. The same happened for members of the House. You remember Maxine Waters, Mad Maxine, screaming about all the Russia hoaxes and how people should just go after everybody who was serving with Trump because they're all Russian spies. And after three years of lies and smears and slander, the Russia hoax is finally dead. The collusion delusion is over. The special counsel completed its report and found no collusion and no obstruction. I could have told you that two and a half years ago very easily. Total exoneration, complete vindication. You know, it's interesting, Robert Mueller was a god to the Democrats, was a god to them until he said there was no collusion. They don't like him so much right now. The crazy attempt by the Democrat Party and the fake news media right back there. And the deep state to overturn the results of the 2016 election have failed. The Russia witch hunt was a plan by those who lost the election to try and illegally regain power by framing innocent Americans, many of them. They suffered with an elaborate hoax. Their fraud has been exposed, and the credibility of those who pushed this hoax is forever broken, and they've now got big problems. And this group of major losers did not just ruthlessly attack me, my family, and everyone who questioned their lies. They tried to divide our country, to poison the national debate, and to tear up the fabric of our great democracy, the greatest anywhere in the world. They did it all because they refused to accept the results of one of the greatest presidential elections, probably number one in our history. Little pencil neck Adam Schiff. got the smallest, thinnest neck I've ever seen. He is not a long ball hitter. But I saw him today. Well, we don't really know. Uh, there could still have been some Russia collusion. 
sick, sick. These are sick people. Jerry Nadler, I've been fighting him for many years. He was the congressman from Manhattan. I built great things in Manhattan. I had to beat him many, many times. Now I come here, I have to beat him again. Can you believe it? I want every record in the history of the Trump Organization. Every single sheet of paper. And what do you have to justify? Nothing. It doesn't matter. We'll find something somewhere along the line. A mistake must have been made. These people are sick. A fake, dirty dossier. Millions and millions of dollars paid for it. By who? Crooked Hillary Clinton, the DNC, and the Democrat Party. Think of it. I'd be running, I'd, I'd be hearing, they say something about Russia. I said, Russia, what does that have to do? This went on little, and then all of a sudden, I hear, were you involved with Russia? I say, Russia? What the hell does Russia have to do with my campaign? It's true, Russia. The Democrats have to now decide whether they will continue defrauding the public with ridiculous bull Unfortunately, a special counsel was appointed. His name was Robert Mueller. Millions upon millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars were spent look into the allegations of Trump-Russia collusion. Hundreds of investigators from the Department of Justice, the FBI, Homeland Security, looked into it, into the conspiracy. Was it a criminal one or was it a hoax? It turned out to be the latter. It was a hoax. And it occurred that in all of Mueller's years of investigating, years of investigating, it came out that the alleged crimes never took place. And in fact, much of it was based on a paid-for dossier by a U.S. intelligence asset by the name of Richard Steele. Steele was a former member of British intelligence who had been working for the United States government on several occasions. It was tapped by the Hillary Clinton regime uh, in the Democratic Party to work on her coronation as she was expected to be the winner. They had thought that, you know, some weird dossier about women peeing on themselves while they were engaged in several acts would be accepted as something. But it turned out to be false. President Trump's first national security advisor was also allegedly recorded, General Flynn. He was supposedly secretly recorded, along with many others in the Trump campaign. Trump's family members, even the dog, was probably recorded barking to see if it was speaking in Russian. There was secret testimony that to this day, the Mueller investigation is sealed about to prosecutors. And there were famously those so-called secret dossiers about activities. Of course, we now know that that dossier was fake and paid for, and it was pretty much one of the worst cases of rehashed intelligence that was used dating back to World War II and stuff that was used versus, you know, Nazi and Italian fascists that were recycled again by the Brits who just seemed to 
like talking about women peeing on themselves. It's something British men from Oxford and whatever other universities they have there seem to enjoy. There is no doubt that Trump, when he left the White House, kept a significant number of documents. And, as many other presidents have, the Obama administration, for example, kept over 30 million pages of documents. Now, the Washington Post recently reported that the Justice Department in the new appointee by Attorney General Merrick Garland, Jack Smith, to investigate all of these matters all over again and the alleged role in inciting the so-called January 6th riots are going back again. Nevertheless, Garland appointed the special counsel even though he, Trump, had been cleared for many of these allegations. Nevertheless, Garland again is still pushing over. He says it's in the public interest, not just legal cases, Garland is saying, but in the interest of the public. And primarily this is because his boss, the current president, Joseph Biden, is going to be running against Mr. Trump. And therefore it's in the public interest that Mr. Trump be investigated all over again. And in an investigation that is free of uh, any possible concept of wrongdoing. They investigated this guy more times than the Sanhedrin did against Jesus Christ. Yes, all these guarded secrets about U.S. intelligence gathering methods, like hiring people like Richard Steele and others, you know, and fabricated materials, as well as other documents and sensitive intelligence work aimed at China, supposedly is part of the reason for the investigation. But herein lies the problem. They're saying this investigation is in the public interest, that the Attorney General feels that the documents allegedly taken by Trump without permission, even though he was president when he took them and technically could have, with a wave of his hand and a little note, declared them all unclassified. Good afternoon. I'm here today to announce the appointment of a special counsel in connection with two ongoing criminal investigations that have received significant public attention. The first, as described in court filings in the District of Columbia, is the investigation into, into whether any person or entity unlawfully interfered with the transfer of power following the 2020 presidential election or the certification of the Electoral College vote held on or about January 6, 2021. The second is the ongoing investigation involving classified documents and other presidential records, as well as the possible obstruction of that investigation, referenced and described in court filings in a pending matter in the Southern District of Florida. I'm joined today by Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco, U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia, Matthew Graves, and Assistant Attorney General for the Criminal Division, Kenneth Polite. Assistant Attorney General for National Security, Matthew Olson, could not be here. He is currently in Germany, representing the department at the G7 Home Affairs and Security Ministerial. U.S. Attorney Graves has been ably leading the investigations into the events leading up to and on January 6. He and dozens of Assistant U.S. Attorneys and other prosecutors 
have taken on the monumental task of conducting over 900 prosecutions in defense of our democratic institutions. Criminal division prosecutors under the able leadership of Assistant Attorney General Polite have played a significant role in those prosecutions. Assistant Attorney General Olson has been ably leading the team responsible for investigating the matter involving classified documents and other presidential records, as well as the possible obstruction of that investigation. All of the career prosecutors assigned to these matters are conducting their work in the best traditions of the Department of Justice. I also want to recognize the efforts of the many FBI agents and other law enforcement personnel who are assigned to these matters. They are working courageously and steadfastly and are serving our nation honorably. I am grateful to them. We all are. The Department of Justice has long recognized that in certain extraordinary cases, it is in the public interest to appoint a special prosecutor to independently manage an investigation and prosecution. Based on recent developments, including the former president's announcement that he is a candidate for president in the next election and the sitting president's stated intention to be a candidate as well, I have concluded that it is in the public interest to appoint a special counsel. Such an, uh, an appointment underscores the department's commitment to both independence and accountability in particularly sensitive matters. It also allows prosecutors and agents to continue their work expeditiously and to make decisions indisputably guided only by the facts and the law. The special counsel will conduct parts of the first investigation I just mentioned. The investigation into whether any person or entity unlawfully interfered with the transfer of power following the 2020 presidential election or with the certification of the Electoral College vote held on or about January 6. This does not include prosecutions that are currently pending in the District of Columbia or future investigations and prosecutions of individuals for offenses committed while they were physically present on the Capitol grounds on January 6. Those investigations and prosecutions will remain under the authority of the U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia. The special counsel will also conduct the investigation involving classified documents and other presidential records, as well as the possible obstruction of that investigation. Today, I signed an order appointing Jack Smith to serve as special counsel. The order authorizes him to continue the ongoing investigation into both of the matters that I have just described and to prosecute any federal crimes that may arise from those investigations. Mr. Smith is a veteran career prosecutor. He began his prosecutorial career in 1994 as an assistant district attorney with the New York County DA's office. In 1999, he became an assistant U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of New York, where over the course of nine years, he prosecuted matters ranging from gang murders of police officers to civil rights violations. From 2008 to 2010, he served with the International Criminal Court, where he supervised war crimes investigations. In 2010, Mr. Smith returned to the Justice Department to serve as chief of the Public Integrity Section, where he led a team of more than 30 prosecutors who handled public corruption and election crimes cases across the United States. In 2015, he agreed to serve as the first assistant U.S. attorney for the Middle District of Tennessee, 
later becoming the acting United States attorney. Most recently, Mr. Smith served as a chief prosecutor for the special court in The Hague charged with investigating and adjudicating war crimes in Kosovo. Mr. Smith will begin his work as special counsel immediately and will be returning to the United States from The Hague. Throughout his career, Jack Smith has built a reputation as an impartial and determined prosecutor who leads teams with energy and focus to follow the facts wherever they lead. As special counsel, he will exercise independent prosecutorial judgment to decide whether charges should be brought. Although the special counsel will not be subject to the day-to-day -day supervision of any official of the department, he must comply with the regulations, procedures, and policies of the department. I will ensure that the special counsel receives the resources to conduct this work quickly and completely. Given the work to date and Mr. Smith's prosecutorial experience, I am confident that this appointment will not slow the completion of these investigations. The men and women who are pursuing these investigations are conducting themselves in accordance with the highest standards of professionalism. I could not be prouder of them. I strongly believe that the normal processes of this department can handle all investigations with integrity. And I also believe that appointing a special counsel at this time is the right thing to do. The extraordinary circumstances presented here demand it. Mr. Smith is the right choice to complete these matters in an even-handed and urgent manner. Thank you all. I want to address the appalling announcement today by the egregiously corrupt Biden administration and their weaponized Department of Justice. Would you like me to talk about that? Larry, would you like me to talk about that? This horrendous abuse of power is the latest in a long series of witch hunts. It started a long time ago. I thought the investigation with the document hoax was dying or dead or over, and the investigation into January 6th and my very peaceful and patriotic speech, remember? Peaceful and patriotically was dead, especially after the record-setting 40-point loss of Liz Cheney in the great state of Wyoming. I thought it was dead. I thought that put the final nail in the coffin, only to find out that the corrupt and highly political Justice Department just appointed a super-radical left special counsel better referred to as a special prosecutor to start the process all over again. We thought it was just about dead. As you know, uh, just about the top person, one of the top people in the Justice Department, Lisa Monaco, a major Trump hater, major, I mean beyond belief, is in charge of the case and she's totally controlled by Andrew Weissman. Do you ever hear the name Andrew Weissman? I think you did. In this room you did. Bad person, bad guy, but he's an even bigger Trump hater. Sounds like a fair deal so far, do you agree? Who works tirelessly as he did on the Mueller scam, which ended up, as you know, no collusion to do bad things to the greatest movement. They want to do bad things to the greatest movement in the history of our country, but in particular, bad things to me. But I've gotten used to it. It's lucky. It's lucky. A lot of people wouldn't get used to it so easily. This is a rigged deal, just as the 2020 election was rigged, and we can't let them get away with it. We can't do it. We cannot let this happen to our country.
I've been going through these investigations and hoaxes and scams from the day I came down the escalator at Trump Tower. And you'd really say, enough is enough. Got to get back to work. Got to prove that we have a great country again, because right now it's not great. Right now it's a laughing stock all over the world. And we sort of all had it. The people of the country have had it. Joe Biden is a corrupt and incompetent political hack. And you take a look at all of the money that he's taken from foreign countries and others, much of it through his son, Hunter, who is a corrupt drug addict and implementer for his father. Where's their special prosecutor, by the way? Where's their special pro They said when I announced they had to do this. Well, he announced, too. He said he wants to run. Where's their special prosecutor? And we are innocent. They are not innocent by any stretch of the imagination. They have the proof right out there for all to see. They left the exact blueprint of much of the criminal activity is done on his laptop from hell, they call it. The laptop from hell, which was gotten inadvertently, but luckily for America, when he incredibly left it at the repair shop to be fixed. That was not a good day. That was not a good leave. I wonder if the father was upset about it. He may not have understood the meaning. Did he understand that that was not good? Because he said he's the smartest person I've ever known. Right? He's, Hunter's the smartest person I've ever known. A lot of people shook their heads at that one. Does everybody remember the billion dollars of USA funds paid to Ukraine under the condition that they get rid of the prosecutor? That prosecutor's got to be fired. Remember that? Nothing gets done. Why isn't there a special counsel being set up for them? Tremendous corruption. They're corrupt people. They're criminals. I've done nothing wrong. They participated in massive criminal activity with many other nations. And one day after House of, you know, what's, what's happening, you, you take a look of, at, at what just went on with this election, which is so important because the House Republicans announced they were going to investigate the Bidens, and the Justice Department announces right after that that they're going to investigate Trump. And uh, it's not a fair situation, what's going on. And I guarantee you, they get a fair investigation. This will not be a fair investigation. But again, I thought this was all done, or very close to being done. These people are corrupt, and yet they go after innocent people under the guise of legitimacy. Over the years, I've given millions and millions of pages of documents, tax returns, and everything else. And they have found nothing, which means I've proven to be one of the most honest and innocent people ever in our country. Larry knows that. They got everything. Millions, think of it. Like I hear 11 million pages. I built a great company. Now they see how great it is now that they're looking at it. I built a great, great company. But think of it, millions of pages, they got nothing. So I've sort of had it. On January 6th, I've already tried, and, and you take a look with the fake impeachment hoax, and I won. I was tried on the fake impeachment hoax on January 6th, and they tried it in the Senate. They went through the whole process, and we won. We went through the whole process, so wouldn't this sort of be a... Uh... And then you take a look at the other. We went through two of them. And isn't this sort of like double jeopardy? In the old days, they used to call it double jeopardy. But essentially, uh, we've done so well, and we did well in a very hostile
We had great Republican support. I have to tell you that. It was great because they saw something was really unfair. We were being unfairly treated. I made a perfect phone call. In fact, many of the people in this room called. They said, that call is perfect. And some of the people in the room would not have actually gone with us. But that was an absolutely perfect phone call. I got impeached for a perfect phone call. Could you imagine if the call was actually a bad call? Could you imagine that? And on the document hoax, this is a total hoax that's going on. The Presidential Records Act and the Clinton Sox case. You know what that is, right? That's a case that's so powerful in our favor. Make everything that I've done totally legal and proper. It's totally legal and proper. This is just a witch hunt for no reason. Well, for political reasons, let's say. And they know that. It shouldn't even be a case, but if it is, why aren't they investigating all of the other presidents that preceded me, including Bill Clinton, both Bushes, Obama, and of course Hillary Clinton, where she illegally deleted 33,000 emails after getting a top-level subpoena from the U.S. Congress. So she's allowed to get a subpoena and delete 33,000 after the subpoena, not before, after. Why aren't they going after all of those presidents that kept documents where, in a couple of cases, in one case they had it in a Chinese restaurant with broken windows, in another case they had a Chinese restaurant connected to a bowling alley. This is where the documents were kept. They took documents with them. President Obama took documents. It is such an unfair situation that's happening in this country to Republicans and to conservatives. And you people have to fight. You have to fight to be strong. If they're going to investigate me, they have to investigate all of these other presidents, and they have to start it right now. Uh, they have to invade. This is Mar-a-Lago. They have to invade Hillary and Bill Clinton's beautiful home in Westchester. They have to invade the Bushes' home. They have to invade a lot of homes, but they didn't do that. And they took documents, they took a lot of things. And that's what we have the Presidential Records Act for. We're living in a very corrupt country right now. Never had anything like it. Our elections are rigged, tainted, and bad, and take forever to get results longer than any other country on the planet. We have elections still out there, and they won't be in for weeks. Third world countries have their elections in that same day, or maybe the next day. We have weeks and weeks and weeks for far fewer. Look at France, all paper ballots, voter ID, same day voting. They had 36 million votes all done by 10.30 in the evening, and no complaints. Nobody said, gee whiz, this was not a proper election. We're a third world country in our elections, and our borders are wide open with unknown people, many of them, many, many millions, millions and millions Criminals, terrorists pouring into our country, millions. And don't believe when you hear two million or three million, I believe it's 10 million people. I believe it's 10 million. It, our country is changing before our very eyes. We have no idea who these people are and where they came from. And they're terrorists, and they're criminals, and they're murderers, they're rapists. And they're pouring into our country totally unimpeded. We have massive inflation, rampant crime. You can't even walk down the streets in Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, and every other Democrat-run city without getting mugged, shot, or killed.
Chicago recently. They had 82 people shot, 82 over a weekend. But they said it was a long weekend. Oh, okay, that's better. It was a long weekend. It was a long weekend. In Afghanistan, when I was in charge, we didn't have one killing. Think of it. In 18 months, not one of our soldiers were killed. And then you look at Chicago and you look at other things. And we should have never left the way we left. I'm the one that started the leaving. I'm the one that got them down to the right number. But you leave the military, you take out the military last. We left people. We left American citizens. We left dead soldiers. And we left $85 billion worth of the best military equipment in the world. It's uh, unthinkable what we did. And by the way, one of the largest sellers of military equipment right now in the world, I think number two or three right after us, is Afghanistan, the Taliban. They're one of the largest sellers of military. They're selling up because they don't need 700,000 rifles. They don't need 77,000 trucks that we left behind. Many of them brand new, never even used. We have drugged out crazy people walking around. Our economy is crashing and we're teetering on the brink of World War III and the word nuclear is used in a very light fashion. It was never used before. You never heard the word used during the Trump administration and it should never be used because of the power. It should never be used. Nobody should be allowed to use that word. And yet all the corrupt Marxists in the Biden administration can think about it. It's all they can think about. That's all they have in their mind is, come after Trump, we gotta get Trump. They say they wanna run against me, but they're spending fortunes. Let's take him out. If they really wanted to run against me, they'd say, let's leave him in. Let's leave him in. Because they are the party of misinformation. They give massive misinformation. They say one thing, but they mean another. And you have to understand them. They're sick people in so many ways. But we've done nothing wrong, and they've committed massive crimes. We're not going to let these atrocious abuses continue. We can't. As a party, we can't, and as a nation, we can't. We're going to stand up to these tyrants, and we're going to take away their power, and we're going to restore government for the people. That's what we have to do. As I said earlier this week, America's comeback starts right now. Starts right now. Is something that is being deeply investigated. No one knows what the public interest really is here because most of the documents and much of the evidence is secret. There is secret evidence. There are going to be secret hearings. There are going to be so many other things that won't be discussed. Now, the Department of Justice is keeping, even from the Trump defense, exactly what the evidence is. In a rare case, it's not supposed to be done. You know, the accused in any court has the right to know the nature of the evidence against them or any testimony. But in this case, that's not allowed. The Trump team were not allowed to review any evidence or any information. Of course, the prosecutors would argue that no one has been charged in the case and therefore this is just the government trying to show everyone that they are just investigating the man who is an opponent of their boss, Joseph Biden. It sounds so third world. It sounds so cheap. But 
there has been intense media coverage of this case, much of it with a standard anti-Trump bias and rhetoric. There's even anger at people like uh, Elon Musk for raising the issue, because no one in the public should know what Trump knows, which may be nothing, because he's not allowed to know what the charges are against him, if indeed there are any charges. But if you listen to CNN or MSNBC or some of these other news organizations that consider themselves to be news, but more likely they're just doing propaganda, the public focus is on the various impressions and levels of guilt as presented by the Democrats. In this case, Trump's guilt, without even knowing what, specifically, if any case is about, or if any cases have been filed. It's happened before against Trump, and probably against others. Not too many years ago, he faced these similar accusations in the Russia hoax that has now been proven as a hoax, often with dramatic accusations. Nothing came of it, just a lot of expense and a lot of earnings for a lot of lawyers, many of whom wouldn't, didn't have jobs because they weren't hired by the Trump administration's supposed opponent, who was supposed to win, Clinton but never made it. No one in the public could evaluate the cases then, and now it's all happening again. Seems like the opening line from Peter Pan. It has happened before, and now it's happening again. Let's hope we don't have to talk about this too much. Again, and again, and again. It's all about making the orange man not be an opponent. Sad reality. All of this for really much to do about nothing. I'm Mike of New York. Have a great weekend and a happy Thanksgiving.